Can the last place A's sweep the first place Astros in their crib? Maybe. This is Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Are you checking your ears right now? Are you are you going, wait, what did you just say? Yeah. I know, right? Uh, two straight from the Houston Astros. That's the, the deal with the Oakland A's, who are wrapping it up today at Minute Maid Park in Houston. Big question is, can they uh, win this game, which would be the third of three? The other big question is, can you see my arms if I do, if I do this? No, you can't. Somebody said yesterday that I could be the drummer for Def Leppard. You know what? That's not, that's not even funny. You are locked on A's. I am Wayne Coy, lifelong Oakland athletic supporter and deliverer of dad jokes plus media personality. Listen, I want to thank you for taking the time, uh, like you are right now, to just check us out to dive into all things Oakland A's. We do this every single day. We can't do it without you. As a matter of fact, we encourage you to be a part of the party. Right down below there, you'll see a comment section there okay just uh comment let us know who you are where you're uh, listening or watching i guess it would be from if you're on youtube right uh and of course leave us a comment so we know you're there subscribe and like that really does help the show so if you can do that that would be great we're talking ace baseball that's what you want to do well that's what we want to do too and thank you by the way for making this show locked on a's your first listen of the day every single day that makes you an everydayer it's kind of special. You get that title if you're here every day. We love it. It's all, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Well, yeah, you weren't hearing things at the very beginning here when we started the show. Uh, the A's did it again in Houston. Uh, they win this game yesterday handily. And I know I left you going, that's eh, Justin Verlander. You know, he's an A's killer. Well, he wasn't yesterday. Hasn't been, actually, for the last couple of starts. So that's that's hopefully some good news. The A's against Houston last night, they did their damage, and they did it early. Uh, they erased any thoughts, by the way, of Justin Verlander getting this win um, because uh, they just got at it right away in the first inning. Zach Geloff, his middle name, I think, is Double because that's all this kid does is Double. He leads off the game with a Double. Duh. And then Ryan Noda comes up right after that, hits a rope. I don't know if you saw that one, but right up against the wall in right field, that scores Geloff. And then two batters later, O'Shea, can you see? Shea Langoliers, who's just on fire lately, second day in a row for a home run for him. To call it a home run is kind of an understatement. This was a moonshot. All the way up to the, if you know Minute Maid Park, they've got those silly train tracks up above and the guy I think his name what is his name Smokey Joe or something who's inside there he even had to come out and go where's the ball Shea deep 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 into the night and that gives the A's uh, a a big lead in the first inning okay so then uh, JP Sears of course it would be up to him to do what he needed to do which is get the A's deep into the game throw a lot of pitches keep us close or ahead in this case 
And that's exactly what he was able to do. A little scare early on. Jose Altuve uh, singled. And then after that, uh, Alvarez also uh, gets on. Uh, then Bregman walks. He got the bases loaded early. Kyle Tucker with a ground ball. Fielder's choice. They did score a run, but he was able to get out of that with a 3-1 to one lead. Zach Geloff then comes up. And guess what he did? <laughs> yeah, he hit a double. Second one of the night. That was in the third inning. And then uh, he scored right after that, Seth Brown, with a big drive, another double to extend the A's lead to 4-1. to one. And Justin Verlander, well, <laughs> his night got worse, actually, in the fifth inning because Tony Kemp came up and said, how you doing, Mr. V? Hits a big home run for the A's. Anytime, of course, Tony Kemp can go yard, that's pretty special. So he did. They tack on another one in the eighth inning. And after that, it was all about Sears, who, by the way, pitched six strong innings. He was followed by goose eggs in the bullpen. It was uh, Lucas Urseg at, at first in the seventh, and then Danny Jimenez in the eighth. And this thing going exactly like it's supposed to via the script, right? Trevor May, ninth inning. Not a save opportunity, but that's all right. He does what he needs to do. Three up, three down in the ninth. And closes it out. Final score, 6-2. The good guys win. And that's two in a row in Houston. I don't think anybody saw that happening. And now you get a chance to see if it's possible, if we can actually sweep the Astros. But before we get to that, if there's a chance for you to grab video of this game on YouTube, it's already out there, make sure you do that. Worth the price of admission. Late in the game, I think it was, uh, actually it was about like the bottom of the fifth. And J.P. Sears with a highlight reel kind of kind of play uh, defensively. It's always great to see the pitcher, uh, you know, do not just pitch well, but defend his position. And boy, did he. He backpedals on the ball, gets almost all the way out to the shortstop position, catches it, then wheels around, whips a throw over to first base, double play, one to three on the double up. He catches Altuve's pop-up, and then he nails Maldonado with a perfect strike to Ryan Noda at first base. Da-da-da, da-da-da. That's what you say after a play like that. Big doings for uh, our pitcher, J.P. Sears, who uh, does what he needs to do to put the A's in the win column. And now, of course, the question is, can the A's win again tonight? Well, we hope so. Pretty decent pitching match, I think, up uh, I Pretty decent pitching matchup, I think. Late night last night uh, for the A's, and uh, we'll tell you about that, what they've got to, uh, to deal with today. Uh, but, yeah, I think there is actually a pretty good chance that they win this third game. And just in case you're keeping track, the A's are now 46-99. and 99. So that means they avoided, for the second day in a row, their 100th loss of the year. I know they're going to probably eventually lose more than that. I mean, it's just a given, right? I mean, of course, they're going to lose a game before the season's over. But check this out. Our math that was, like, really scary just a week ago, a little bit better now. If the A's can go 9-8 and eight the rest of the way, so just a, a tick over 500, not only will they not have the worst record ever, for an Oakland A's team, but they'll be, because of how they've played here in the last week, enjoying some momentum going into the offseason, and in a good way. So let's see if that can happen. 
Again, nine and eight gets you 55 and 107, which is better than 54 and 108, which means it's not a record setting bad. That's all we can really hope for. All right. That's the end of segment one. And uh, before we get into our, our next stuff, which is all off field, I want to tell you that this show is brought to you by FanDuel. I get excited anytime I can say that. Get ready. It's the NFL season. Aaron Rodgers out after, what, three plays? Nobody saw that coming. And I got a feeling nobody had any money on, on him getting hurt. But it's possible. Sportsbook, of course, they take the prop bets. And right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed at FanDuel. Plus, all customers who bet $5 get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. I was actually thinking about it this last week because, well, we can always watch the Raiders locally, but uh, here in Vegas, I, I wanted to, you know, be able to watch Derek Carr uh, play for the Saints this year. Those games are few and far between on local television, so maybe a little direct TV and a hundred bucks off. Uh, I, I'm sorry for the Sunday ticket. I think we could do that. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. It really is, even for a guy like me. And you can bet on everything from the spreads to those crazy player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and then kick off the NFL season with an offer that you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I want to thank you for making Locked on A's your first listen every single day. It's kind of cool to know that you can count on, you know, all of the A's info in one place, and you certainly can. If you can be here every day, that makes you an everydayer. It makes you pretty special. Love to have you here. Of course, uh, in our next episode, we'll be previewing what is going to be the final homestand for the A's this year. It's a 10-gamer, and it all kicks off on the weekend with three games against Bob Melvin's Padres, who have not been the team that everybody thought that they would be uh, so far this year. So a little interleague action to start the weekend. After that, it's the Seattle Mariners coming to town, and then uh, they wrap up the homestand with four against the Motor City Kitties, the Detroit Tigers, coming to town to wrap up that one. And that's it. Then they go on the road uh, for two series to uh, Minnesota and to Anaheim to play the Angels, and that's the end of the season. And we'll see if they can end it, like we said, on a good note. Okay, we talked a lot about what happened on the field last night, and that's pretty special, uh, winning two straight against, you know, the team that's leading the division, although by only one game right now. Uh, the They were hot, Houston Astros. Not so much. A's trying to cool them down. We talked about that. That's what's going on on the field. What about off the field? I get a lot of questions about what's happening because, you know, I'm from the Bay Area. I'm an East Bay kid. Moved to Las Vegas back in 2000. My team possibly coming here. Your team possibly coming here. Uh, the Raiders already did it. I'm actually hoping that the A's don't. Sorry, Vegas people. But I, I'd rather see Las Vegas get its own team uh, in, in the expansion form rather than take away what is over 55 years now of tradition right there uh, on 66th or Hagenberger and 880. That's where the A's have been. That's where they belong. If not in that exact location, then definitely in Oakland. So that's what I'm all about. I'll wear that cell shirt and I'll wear it proudly. But uh, people are asking me what's going on with all of that. And I got to tell you, nothing public is going on. Everything is quiet. And that makes you wonder, 
exactly what's happening behind the scenes. Now, I would think getting ready for the relocation vote, and apparently that packet's already been turned in. The A's are working with whoever their architect's going to be, the designers, so they can get some real renderings instead of that AI thing that we all saw. Uh, and, you know, show us what this ballpark's supposed to look like. Again, it's, it's only nine acres at the Tropicana site in Vegas. Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard, already the busiest intersection in the city, in the state. Hey, let's make it a little bit busier. Let's throw a baseball stadium in there too, okay, while we're at it. So if things go as they've been discussed, it's nine acres behind the Tropicana, which, of course, means they'll have to tear down one tower, and then eventually the talk is that they're going to build a whole new Tropicana resort, uh, right in that same spot. I don't know if it'll be called Tropicana or not, but uh, Bally's Corp, they're the ones that are in charge of all of that. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's all been very, very quiet. And that makes you kind of wonder because quiet doesn't necessarily happen in Major League Baseball. So for them to be able to be this hush-hush for what, three weeks now since John Fisher gave his interview? The only story that's broken, and you may have seen it, uh, is uh, Forbes magazine, Maury Brown, who basically keeps his eye on the business side of baseball, uh, wrote this piece because John Fisher, as you know, said that he's, he's losing money and, and this year he's projected to lose $40 million in 2023. <clears throat> That's a lot of money, if indeed he's really losing that. And according to this article, it might be a roundup, but it could be close, could be, if you believe the article. And apparently the numbers that were given, uh, you know, to Maury aren't normally given out. So he got them kind of on the down low, which makes you think that it came from the A's because, let's just do the math, right? In your head, John Fisher trying to get the votes. How do you get the votes? Well, you tell a good story and you make sure you're as good a spot as you can be. And if he says he's losing money, we're all going to go, yeah, sure you are. But if the numbers bear that out, even if they're cooked up a little bit and you can get them to get printed in a pretty legit place like Forbes, well, then that might get the attention of the other owners, many of whom I'm sure read Forbes because it's all about, you know, the bottom line, right? Forbes 500, Forbes 100. So John Fisher uh, getting it to where it needs to be, at least being able to kind of underline his story that he's losing money, hemorrhaging, which is why he needs a new stadium and needs to get the heck out of Oakland. Okay, so that's what he says. What are our other people saying? Well, Casey Pratt, one of our good friends, ABC7, he's been all over this story, especially the whole Howard Terminal thing. Since the very beginning, nobody has been more on top of that new ballpark story on the news locally than Casey Pratt, not just on the news, but on the internet as well, on Twitter. And what does Casey say? Casey says, look, you paid $180 million for the team, Mr. Fisher, which according to anybody who's in the know, especially if you get this new stadium in Las Vegas, you're going to be able to sell for over $2 billion. Yeah, north of two bill, bill with a B. So that's a tidy profit, right? That means maybe game, set, match for John Fisher. What Casey's trying to say is he doesn't believe those numbers that are printed in Forbes. In fact, he says that John Fisher's in a position where not only should he sell, but he might have to sell. So we'll follow that whole angle. 
couple others that are out there. We'll start with uh, David Sampson. You know him. He used to be the president of the Marlins. Definitely knows what's going on in the front office of a baseball team. He has been saying since jump that the A's aren't moving to Vegas. In fact, it's been very public saying they, they're going to stay in Oakland. And this, this is all a big charade to get the deal done that they want to get done uh, in Oaktown. Now, I don't know where that's coming from. Excuse me. I believe that David Sampson knows a thing or two about a thing or two. And the fact that he has gone against all of the, what we would call infinite wisdom that's out there, and, you know, everything leading you to believe that they're moving to Las Vegas and they're going to build that stadium there at Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard, Sampson says not so much. Matter of fact, in his most recent video, he said that if this thing, meaning the owner's vote, relocation, if that flies through, the other owner, uh, other owners pass it, and they do it without any real there there, kind of like the money that $380 million that the state of Nevada gave away uh, to the A's for their stadium. If that happens, according to David Sampson, the fix is in. And look no further than Rob Manfred Commissioner of Major League Baseball. That's David Sampson's opinion. And again, he comes by it honestly. I mean, he, he did a great job there in Miami in terms of getting their stadium built and all of that. So he knows what's up. Uh, we're going to watch what he says because, again, he has not wavered from his opinion that they're staying in Oakland. So we'll, we'll see if uh, Mr. Sampson is correct. So we move from Mr. Pratt and Mr. Sampson over to another Mr., and that Mr. would be Mr. D.A. Yeah, the D.A. show on CBS Sports Radio. There's the national voice. We get Casey locally in the Bay Area, of course, along with Brody Brazil. Uh, but from a national point of view, nobody has beaten the drum louder for the fans in Oakland than uh, D.A. And what does Damon say? Well, he says, and I'm quoting, this is a joke, end quote. He also says on CBS Sports Radio, it's a scam, it's a Ponzi scheme, and that John Fisher is a con man. His words, not mine, but they're national words, and again, they carry some weight. So he's saying that for a reason, because he's dug in as well, and his point of view is, is that he, he believes that this is all just being done to put more money in John Fisher's pocket. And again, you know, it's America, right? Uh, we're all about being capitalists. But if you're doing it on the backs of people who have grown up with a baseball team and supported it for 55 years with all the history that's in Oakland, and there's really, it doesn't seem like any sort of thought that's being given to that part of the story, according to DA, that's just not okay. And he believes that uh, this at the end is possibly going to end up with the A's moving to Vegas, but no matter what, he believes that John Fisher will either be forced to sell, which would be the right thing probably. Actually, the right thing would be for him to just sell, but possibly forced to sell by Major League Baseball's other owners. That would be crazy. And that would certainly make David Sampson's whole idea about the fix being in not relevant because if it doesn't pass, if the owners don't vote for the relocation, guess what? Back to Oakland or Salt Lake City, or Nashville, or, well, you know. 
<laughs> Our friends at Jace Medical have done something really cool. Listen to this. Everybody ought to be empowered to care for themselves, right? And their loved ones, especially during the unexpected. And it happens that way. I've been a sick household here for the last couple of days. My wife's starting to get a little bit better, but she's been pretty sick. Jace Medical offers what they call the Jace Case. And what is that? Well, that's five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And it does happen. Gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just kind of hoping you might have access to the medication you need. I mean, I just took a Z-Pack, and I got to tell you, it saved me. I, I hadn't been sicker for years. 24 days with a cough, gone. All right, Jace Medical is pretty simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation all the way to the licensed pharmacy, medication, delivery, and, of course, the ongoing consultation. That's the best part. They don't just give it to you and go away. They make sure you have what you need to be able to get better, and then they follow up with you, making sure you're doing everything you're supposed to do. Don't get caught unprepared. You can save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off. Use the code Locked On when you're checking out. It's jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code Locked In. I think you're going to be glad that you reached out to them because they can help you when you need it most. Jace Medical, good friends of the show here. All right, just a little bit of time left together, and I thought that uh, we would shift gears from stuff that's maybe not so pleasant to talk about to some things that are always cool, especially if you are a longtime A's fan. And a new feature on the show that we're calling This Day in A's Tree. Not history, A's Tree. Okay, it was on this date in 1983 that Ricky Henderson stole not one, not two, but three bases. And by doing that, it was base number 99, base number 100, and base number 101 as the A's won in a crazy game 6-5 to five over the Texas Rangers. And by doing that, getting to 101, that meant third year in a row for Ricky. And at that time, we're like, how how much can he do over his career? Of course, we know the answer now. Greatest leadoff man, greatest at stealing bases ever to play the game. And I got a feeling that everything that he accomplished, that's one of those records you can just put it away. No offense to you, Estiuri Ruiz or Ronald Acuna. It ain't going to happen, okay? Ricky's set records that will never go away because that's what Ricky do. You know, I did my Ricky in impression in front of Ricky for Ricky, and I made him laugh. So next time you hear me going, Dad, what Ricky do? Just understand that I'm Ricky Henderson approved. <laughs> okay, that's Ricky calling right now. I can't take that call. Uh, how does he know? I don't know how he knows. Uh, tonight's pitchers are Paul Blackburn, who at the beginning of the year, I think we all thought was going to be our ace. Hadn't worked out that way. He's won four games. Four. Although I should say that's almost the team lead. Actually, currently it is the team lead because Fuji was traded to Baltimore and he had five wins. So, wow, that's that's potentially the most wins we're going to get. Four wins so far from Paul Blackburn. Hunter Brown going for Houston. Ten wins already. Definitely a, a, a good pitcher. So, again, just like yesterday, I said it. We're going to have our hands full. Now, 
we got rid of what was in our hands pretty quick last night. Let's see if we can do that again tonight. Now, the A's have already won the series, which is cool to be able to say that the worst team in the division is potentially going to sweep the best team and do it in their park. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm sorry, that's awesome with a capital A. Uh, then, of course, they are off tomorrow. Got a little uh, travel day as they come back home. And a big 10-game homestand that they're going to kick off with three against Bo Mel and his San Diego Padres. Then it's three with the Mariners, four with the Detroit Tigers, and that wraps it up for the home portion. So if you've been thinking about possibly this could be, even though there's a lease the last year the A's play in Oakland, you might want to make a game or two. I know, but aren't you going to kick yourself if you don't go and they end up not coming back? I mean, I don't think anybody thinks that's going to happen, but it's a possibility. So if you can, grab a ticket. Get one on the on the uh, you know the aftermarket. You know, don't put any more money in the coffers than than you have to. See if you can get a deal, but go to a game. This team's playing well. In fact, they're playing well enough to deserve your attention and your attendance. I think at the Coliseum. Hey, I want to thank you for making this show Locked On A's your first listen every day. You're an everydayer. That's awesome. Don't forget to subscribe, to like, and of course share this thing. Tell your friends, whether you're just listening to our podcast, which is awesome and available on any audio podcast platform, everywhere you get your podcast, you can find us. Or you're watching the video version with a guy with a face for radio. That's me and Jeff Leopard impressions. Ricky continues to call. I'm sorry, buddy. Okay, that's what Ricky do. Wayne wraps up the show because that's it for today's episode of Locked On A's. I want to thank you for checking us out. I am Wayne Coy. You take care and keep on swinging.